back corner <laughs> when I'm not presenting. Listening in. And listen in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bash University Live here on Tuesday night. Take a quick break. Watch John Cruz's on the Tokyo rig. Be a part of the show. Get some chances to win some awesome prizes. As fast you go. You know, we didn't have that back then. And, 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 dude, it, it can just... That text thread gives me so much energy. I mean, like I'm dialing Welcome to Bath University Live. Good to have all you guys hanging out with us tonight. Uh, really, really a lot going on in fishing. It's been crazy, crazy good. And um, I'm just uh, thrilled tonight who, who we've got on the show tonight because we got two super champions and uh, awful glad to have them with us. I'm psyched to be able to bring them to you guys. But we've got, we're going to kick off the show with, with Hank Cherry. He's going to be on with us. Almost had a three-peat at the classic here recently and is fishing strong just at the top of his game. And it's, uh, Hank's, uh, one of the, one of the best bashing instructors looking forward to bringing him onto the show. He's going to be dropping a brand new Hank Cherry signature series item, uh, and, uh, on the show tonight. So we want to look forward to that. Of course, bring your questions for Hank. It's going to be great. And we've got, man, one of the greatest, uh, fish catches, yeah, you know, it, it's so amazing. I, I thought Drew Cook had the greatest fish catch in the history of the world was 7-12 to win on Santee, but Bobby Lane uh, catches a, a fish with virtually no time on the clock to win the MLF Red Crest. Uh, it's just amazing. He won it with no time to spare, uh, just heavy enough to score and win that derby. Man, just so awesome. I was uh, just thrilled watching uh, all the fishing that's been happening recently. It's so much fun. So much fun to watch all the live coverage. So those guys are all going to be hanging out with us tonight, uh, all hanging out live from Tackle Direct Studios here at the Bash University. And uh, we're thrilled to have them, thrilled to have you guys with us. So bring your questions. Uh, we love the questions. We use them on the air. We always hook you guys up with something cool. And Bash University is rocking and rolling. We have uh, new content releases every single weekend and we've started to look at some uh guests down the road some something for you guys to look forward to on the live show um you can look forward to seeing uh brian thrift coming up at a recent show we're going to be also live from the bassmaster open i'm going to be down at the open on the james river so make sure to check that out i'll be telling you uh the the suffering <laughs> the trials and tribulations of battling early pre-spawn Fish, hopefully it fights amazing. That river is supposed to be on fire in the pre-spawn, so I'm really excited about that. I'll be uh, live from the Bass uh, University house uh, down at the open. And, of course, we got Randy Howe coming up real soon. Really excited about this. that show. It's going to be fun. Caught his personal best mm. twice in one week. Mm. <laughs> and uh, just uh, really awesome after such a illustrious career. Uh, of course, winning the Classic and a bunch of other stuff. And and in one tournament, he catches his PB twice. So uh, 
going to be really cool to put that all together. Riz, you helped me with that schedule, man. It's going to be a, we got a lot of great shows coming up. Yeah, we do, Pete. It's, uh, it, it, it's always a, a treat to talk to these guys. And I mean, you know, when you get to talk to Brian Thrift about, uh, about some big baits in the pre-spawn, I mean, mm-hmm. what can, what can really be better? And Randy Howell catching not only one, but two absolute tankers this season. And, uh, you know, something cool about that is his son, Laker, actually uh, caught himself a PB um, a little bit earlier this year on the same week that Randy caught one of those giants. So uh, we'll be talking to uh, both of them, hopefully, um, when we get them on the show uh, a little bit later in the month, in the month of April. So looking forward to those. They're uh, definitely going to be a good time. And looking forward to talking to you down at the Opens, man. We uh we want to we want to get inside the groove inside the mojo at the Bash U House. So we'll be we'll be looking forward to hearing from you. We got we may have a surprise guest at the Bash U House. Okay. Uh, this of course uh uh Ike is n- is not going to be at the Bash U House on the James River with us this year. He's going to be uh usually usually stays with his in-laws that they live in that area so right. we don't see him on the James River. But good friend uh long time bashu instructor uh saw him at the classic briefly and, and uh, it was great to talk to him but ishama ishama nice is going to be at the bass open uh the bash university house down at the james and and that'll be cool to see him is and he doing all at, the northerns he is he's he's he doing is, the okay. northern but he's got he's got a con- conflict because he's he's double qualified for the heavy hitters derby that takes place in in east texas like the same week, so if oh, he wow. if he's catching them, uh, we we might not see him. But if he if he has a crummy derby, then uh, we'll look forward to seeing him. So right. either way, it's a win for us, and um, you know, so we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Good but stuff. but personal best, Randy Howe got his. Speaking of, I think uh, Alex has got a good chance of uh, getting his this upcoming weekend. I hope. I sure hope so, Pete. I'm not sure if those caliber of bass live in the lake that i'll be fishing but i can sure try i might catch a walleye that big but certainly certainly not a bass <laughs> well we're wishing you luck i know the season uh it's it's been everybody's fishing and we're uh it's our turn you know us and, and further north we're all the ice is out everybody's getting after it so i hope you guys are too and uh you know it, hey if you haven't if you haven't got your bass boat yet I want to invite you guys to check out BassBoatForSale.com. It's the premium. It's the premier bass boat listing business. Uh, you can find them on their website, uh, their business Facebook page, their Instagram, their business YouTube channel. They provide your bass boat listing the best buying traffic, top-notch exposure. Whether you need to sell your bass boat or you're looking to buy a bass boat, it's simple. We give boats exposure, so buyer shop and seller's list one-time listing fee no commission and your boat lists until it sells check it out if you're buying or selling a boat this spring make sure you go to bassboatforsale.com and uh you can find your boat you can sell your boat you can get it all done right there and uh, we love we love having them as part of the show and we love wearing our gills gear thank you guys for being with us i can't wait to get my gills gear out on the water down at the james and we've got a lot of other great stuff going on tonight. Riz, what else is happening? Yep. As always, we uh, we got two Gills Gear gift cards uh, that we're going to be giving away during tonight's show. Uh, there'll be $25 gift cards for questions that we use uh, on tonight's show. 
Uh, we also have a, a Facebook like and share going on, guys. That's going to be a $50 sponsor pack. Um, all you got to do is like and share tonight's feed, and you'll get entered in for a chance to win that. And then also at the end of tonight's show, we got a grand prize going on. Uh, that's going to be a $100 prize pack from all of our amazing sponsors here at the Bash University. That will include some Rapala products, some missile products, uh, some Bash University, University official gear. Um, guys, we're going to do a trivia question towards the end of the show. Uh, you'll get entered in for a chance to win that um, just by being a member of the program. Uh, if you haven't signed up yet, right now is a great time to do it. Sign up right now, last day, 50 days for free. You get unlimited access to the entire Bash University program. That's over a 1,000 videos. We're currently releasing three new videos a week, all with one goal in mind, to help you catch more big fish. Go ahead, get signed up, get over there, join the program. We want to we want to hear from you. Um, and uh, Pete, we also have uh, Hank Cherry ready ready to join us and hop in. Um, if we want to slide him in, get talking to the not once, but twice champ, the champ champ, Mr. Hank Cherry. Let's uh, get him queued up. Yeah, we're we're very excited uh, to have him with us as usual. And uh, there he is. I see him, the double champ, Hank Cherry, buddy. It's, uh, it's good to have you. Look at that. He's, he's even good at getting his Zoom feed on tight for us. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Man, we're, we're doing good. There's been a lot of crazy uh, fishing going on. I, uh, that, that elite that you fished down on Santee was that, that Drew Cook catch at the end of the day was was amazing, seven twelve, and and got him the win. It's just been some exciting fishing going on. Oh yeah, all across the board. Um, down there, it was just a a crazy time, and you never knew when you were going to turn the corner and just run into a bunch of big ones. And hats off to him, where he won traditionally. There's not a lot of tournaments won right there, but it just happened to be the perfect storm, and he did a great job. Yeah, he sure did. You did pretty good too. I mean. Um, you know, you, you've been fishing pretty good. You fished good at the Classic, but you definitely fished good at Santee as well. I did. I, I got a little hard-headed the second day when I had that bed full of big ones, and I had my mind made up that I was either going to set it on fire or I was going to burn it down, one or two. And I pretty much went down in flames the second day because <laughs> I sat there all day on those big ones. But the only thing I'm missing is a blue trophy. And uh, I saw it swimming in front of me. I don't know that I could win, but I knew that it was going to give me the chance to go out the third day uh, up there where I needed to be. And I knew if I didn't catch them, I was still with what I had was going to make the cut. And I was okay with that. And I made that decision. It was probably the wrong one at the time, but seeing three fish over seven pounds on one bed with two big males, oh. I probably would have done it again. Good night. What, what, what was the outcome of that? Like nothing, you couldn't trigger any of the fish or just, they, um, I got one of the big ones to bite when I first found them on the first slip. She caught it going down, and I jerked, and she took my claws. And then I had to get reset up, and then uh, I caught one of the males. It was like a three-and-a-half-pounder. And on the very next flip, I was talking to the my camera guy, and I looked back, and my line had shot off, and one of the big ones had taken it off the bed. I reared back, second hook on it, and it took my bait, and they never bit again. Oh. But they never moved. That's what was so weird. They wouldn't move. I could sit it there and shake it. I could run it into them. I could hop it over them. But I literally, I literally could hop it over one, hop it over the next one, hop it over the next one, get it out of the bed, do it again. But the day before I did that, and it was six pounder, six pounder. On the other side of the dock, it was five, six, six. So, I mean, it is what it is. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a monster bag. Would you have twenty six or so on day one? I had I had right at twenty seven pounds. Man, that place is awesome, and uh, we we got to see a lot of it. Uh, the aerial, uh, the drone footage was amazing. But if you, I I remember fishing. I've been there for a decade, maybe. But those big ones get in like water this deep. It's it's crazy how shallow they get. Well, what happened? They were shallow, and then the water was coming up the two days, three days while we were there. So it got more water on top of them. So it would fool you because you would hear guys saying they're fishing for a big one and it wouldn't be so big because there would be the male in there, not the female. And then you're, somebody would say, oh, it's a four pounder. And then you catch him and it's a seven pounder. It would be very, very, very proportional was way out with the water, but it was, it was, they were tough to see. Like I said, I kept both my sunglasses in there the whole time and I kept switching from the sight master to the green bronze back and forth depending on light penetration to what i could see down in the water um but the cool thing about santee this time is the water overall was as clear as i've ever seen it there like in some places you can see the bottom and all the shells and four foot of water for just miles that's all that's amazing especially because there's not grass there like there used to be so that water's the that kind of clarity is surprising here i guess it was very, I, I told people when we got there, it was very weird. The river section was dirty and there were some places around that potato creek that had color. Uh, and when the wind blew, of course it colored it up. But overall at the bottom, the bottom lake, I mean, it was like eerie clear. Like it was just, I mean, it was very, very just like, this just doesn't seem right. Something's wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, nothing's wrong with the place. It's as healthy as it's ever been, but I've just never seen the water clear. Well, you, 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 you mentioned it and, uh, can you expand on a little bit? You, you use the sight master and what was the other lens you mentioned briefly? And what, what, when do you use the two? It's just a, it's a green bronze. Okay. And a bronze back to it. <clears throat> um, I do it out of habit because I don't, I don't let my eyes adjust to one color for too long, especially when I'm looking. So when I really go in search mode looking for bedding fish, I'll switch glasses just throughout the day because my eyes readjust and I think I concentrate better and I look different. Um, but hands down, probably 90% of the time, I fish with the sight master on since I came on with Hobie. It's very comfortable. It, it brightens it up enough. But when I look in the water, I get a good picture. I don't get a headache. It's too bright. And then on those cloudy days, I don't have to change because I can wear the same lens. Now, when I will go to this one is if I get some cloud cover. I mm -hmm. think this one with some cloud cover just gives me a little better picture, especially sight fishing. I got you. Well, uh, I couldn't help notice that looks like the new Hank Cherry Signature Series that you were rocking there. It is. I'm pretty proud of them. They look pretty good. They're fashionable. Um, they stay on your head. And the best thing about it, they fall in the water, they float. That <laughs> you you've had that happen a few times. I have, um, and it's always been seems to me like I'll hang them on my hat and, and go to scratch my head or something, and I take my hat off, and they say no, right in the sink. I'm waiting right for them in. to make cell phones that float. That's that's <laughs> well, what I need, man. I've got, I've got a bunch of cell phones all across the country in the bottom of lakes. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like when you're fielding the ground ball and you kind of boot, you know, boot it off the heel of the glove. That's what it's like taking the phone out of the pocket and watching it fall over the side of the boat into about twelve feet of yep. water in current. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> see the see the see the person's number still still flashing on the screen as it's floating away. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. When that phone goes, man, it's it's so heavy. It happens so fast. You can't even react. You just have to sit and watch, you know. But but those glasses look awesome. For those of you that are listening, they're amazing. They're Hank Cherry colors, which are, are really awesome. It's got the red that blends right into the frame. Uh, on and what what was the pair that you were showing us there? Because you have two styles. These are, are the these are the mojos, kind of like for your smaller headed people, I guess. And then there's the blue fins. Um, they're a little bigger, more of a wraparound style, like I'm pretty much used to wearing. I just like it. I like when I fish. I want it to be as dark as possible. I don't like seeing out the sides. I don't like light coming in. I don't like seeing out the sides. And another thing that does when I'm driving. I don't have that extra pressure from that wind coming around through my face and uh, drying out my eyes or making my eyes run. So um, I'm very happy with the job they did with them. Um, and everybody, that's, the, the mojos, you can get them regularly. You don't have to have the Hank Cherry edition, but you can get them regular. And everybody that I've got to try that I've got them using them now seems to be pleased. Well, they're, they're awesome. And uh, guys, if you're a subscriber to Bash U, Go check them out. We got a 25% off Hobie eyewear. Uh, use your top secret code uh, that's only available to our subscribers at Bashu TV. So go check them out. They looked really good. And uh, I, I love them. Of course, I've, we've been using them uh, for a year. Uh, just amazing in the shallow water fishing up here. So uh, go go check that stuff out. And, uh, and you know, we appreciate you bringing them on. And I, you know, we were talking to you uh, last and, and we were thinking, man, this could be a three peat. And uh, man, you had a pretty darn good classic too. Did you, did you ever feel like you were in a spot where you might get uh get three in a row that week? Um, you know, the first, the first day uh, I just fell behind too far. And the second day I had to catch too many and go through too many spots trying to break over 20 pounds. I just, I don't know. I don't really know what happened or why it went the way it went. Um, it's just one of those things where it wasn't meant to be. I don't, I don't look back and regret any decisions I made. Um, I was around the fish. I know I was around the, the winning fish. I just, um, it just wasn't in my, it wasn't in, it wasn't my time. And speaking of time, like, you know, you talk about somebody's time, look at, look at a uh, big fish, Bobby Lane. I mean, that's what you're talking about. It's your time. That's your time. That dude's been doing it a long time. I texted him, told him congratulations. He's a good dude. I mean, that's that's what I tell people all the time. And I tell my son in sports, I tell them all, you don't know when your time comes, when your bell's going to ring. You just got to be prepared, mentally ready, and practice. So when that time comes, you step up to the occasion because too many people let it go by. And that's that's true in life and fishing and anything else you do. Too many people want they wonder all about the things that went bad and when the good thing is supposed to happen they're not ready so they don't capitalize wow that's that's excellent advice for whatever you do and and bobby lane sure did capitalize on it and it was great it was great to see uh you know what a minute or two left uh on the clock to be to be able to catch that winning fish uh and go through the trauma we're going to be talking to him about it shortly but that 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 was an amazing finish Oh yeah, definitely. And like I said, Bobby's one of those guys. He's been Bobby's been doing it a long time. He's fished in about every league there ever was. Actually, my first, <clears throat> I guess you call, professional tournament was an Everstart on Lake Okeechobee, and Bobby and I made the top ten. That's the first time I ever met him. But Bobby's been one of those guys who just 
He doesn't care where he is, who he's fishing against, what it is. He just wants to win and he wants to fish. I mean, that's just what he is. He's got his own style, his own thing, his own unique personality. He's not like Chris. Chris isn't like Arnie. Bobby's like a one-of-a-kind dude. He's an excellent, excellent fisherman. You talk about stats and look up stuff, just take some time if you don't really know a lot about Bobby and just go look at his career stats and what exactly he's done. And that dude's had one heck of a career. He really has. He's won a lot. He's won at all levels. And, uh, you know, he just picked up a, a, a championship. So, it, you know, it, it's really cool. But he but he has that uh, – it's kind of like you. And, um, and it reminds me of you in this way, like Jason Christie – like pers persistence really in even in the face of uh like you did with those spawning fish um where you you just you stuck with it and most times that's going to benefit you like uh christy did at the classic where he locked that jig into his hand and bobby locked that jig into his hand and just persisted there there's something about that style of fishing where you just it, it it's almost to a fault you're stubborn you know, well, it's not, I don't think it's that. I just think I learned a long time ago in sports. If you're not willing, you can't, if you're not willing to go out there and give it your all and accept that something bad might happen, then you're not going to win. You got to be able to accept, Hey, I might lose, but at the same time I might win. And you just got to take that chance. You got to take that leap of faith. And the more times you take it, the easier it is to do the next time. And you learn from both of them. I'm not talking about going out and just making stupid decisions. But you have to realize that there's only X amount of times in this sport that you're going to be in a position to win. And that's in all sports. And it's not always going to go your way. But if you don't take that chance, you're not going to win. You got you got to you can't be afraid to fail. That's 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 amazing. Uh, and that's a great way to look at it, because I got to be honest, uh, when I fished the classics, especially my first one, I, I had to get a limit because I was, I, I wasn't even in the right mental state to try to win that tournament yet. Uh, you know, you know what I mean? I, I just yeah. was a, come across the stage with no fit. And I, and I fit, I feared failure more than I was going for the win, you know? Well, you know, early in my career, I think everybody's that way. Unfortunately, now it's easier for me to make that decision with what has transpired over the past few years, but I've just learned. And that's what I tell people about being a sponge and learning from all the other guys, like, don't be me. Don't be Bobby Lane. Don't be Van Dam. Don't be Hackney. You can take what we do and make it yourself. But at the end of the day, you're responsible for what you can control in front of you. And it's kind of like that old saying, you want to be good or you want to be great. You want to make the money or you want to win. There's a fine line between the two. That definitely. And, and we notice in the sport, winning is key. You know, getting into that winner circle is, is such a big key in making your career in this sport because uh and it's addictive yeah and it and it is a little bit addictive isn't it uh so I, i'm surprised like the other hank retired after two classics uh uh parker <laughs> this one this how long is this hank going to keep rolling you got a couple more classics in you you know i you know i don't know i don't take it i don't take it for granted um it's like i've said before the whole journey to get to this part your mission statement that you start out with changes throughout your career and what exactly your platform is and what exactly you do. Um, at first you're all about the fishing. That's all I was fishing, feed my family, fishing, feed my family. 
but then you you start to unravel and you see the people that you inspire, the people that look up to you, um, the people that like with my work with the Warriors Journey that I might be the reason they want to live one more day. You know, they may have problems. You don't understand um, the kind of joy that you bring to some of these people's lives until you actually meet them in person and get the chance to interact and realize that, okay, I'm just not fishing anymore. There's, it's, it's different. There, there's other reasons why I'm not here. There's a higher calling. There's a bigger cause for all this. And with the people that have reached out to me with the program that I'm doing with the uh, veterans and first responders with signing my hood, it's kind of given me a whole different outlook on why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yes, I want to provide for my family. And yes, I want to win. But at the same time, I'm beginning to realize that us as anglers, we have a whole nother set of responsibilities that we don't know about. Because there's that six-year-old kid that's looking at us that wants to be us. There's that 35-year-old guy that never had the chance to do it that's living through our moment. You know, there's that there's that wife at home that lost her husband and has two kids and they come to the weigh-in just to see us to put a smile on their face. There's a much bigger picture and bigger cause of this whole thing than any of us understand. I, man, I, it's amazing to hear you say that and what a great cause uh, you're, you're after. It's really cool. I watched you come across the stage at, and, and the first inviting the first responders military to come over and sign your hood. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. You're going to, you're going to raffle that off. Uh, if people want to donate or participate in that cause, how can they do it? Well, they, right now it's just about getting the signatures. Anytime you see me or if you don't see me and you see my truck, give me that signature on the thing at the end of the year. We're um, really going to auction it off. I think I've got an inside track to who's going to get it to, to possibly make it even go to a bigger level than I can take it. So I'm really excited about that. I can't really say much more than that without giving it away. Um, but whatever we raise with that, I, I want to make sure personally that we help as many of those veterans and first responders as we can, whichever groups the money goes to. Because like I said, I say it all the time, Pete, and believe it or not, I take some flack every now and then for supporting our troops and for supporting the first responders. But I'm a big boy. I can take it. It's what I believe in. It's my morals. I know that I'm not out there today fishing without the people of our military, without the state troopers going up and down the highway and making sure we travel safely, without any, you know, people that want to complain about that, well, go set your house on fire. Who are you going to call? You're going to call the fire department. They're coming. So when I tell people about that, I'll tell, I'll tell it to you this way. If I get a bunch of bananas and one's bruised, it doesn't make the other six bananas bad. You know, that's just, that's just the way it is. It's the world we live in. It's the way we walk. It's the way we talk. I teach my kids this, and I wish it would be spread more across everybody to another platform, not just fishing, sports, just life in general. In this world, you're going to come across some bad people, and they're going to come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. It's just facts. It's the way it is. It's just the way the world works. But in the same time, same place, those same shapes, colors, and sizes of people, you're going to come across some of the greatest people you'll ever meet in your entire life. And you can't just let one certain group stereotype it and burn it for the rest of them, because it's not fair to you. And it's not fair to them. It's not fair to the members you can make. It's not fair to the sport. It's not fair to anything going on in the country right now. And I think that's an important lesson. You know, you have to just 
have a little bit of trust and a little bit of faith in humanity. Uh, my support's with you and the cause. And, and yeah. I want to echo it. I not long ago had an emergency at my house. My father had a heart attack in my pool and I had uh, man, I, I'm still so appreciative and thankful because uh, he's still with us today. We had the, the EMTs show up, lickety split. Police were here. Fire were here. Um, you know, everybody was on site with the sole purpose of helping us in, in a crisis. And uh, it still gets me emotional as I, as I think about it. But it's uh, yeah. the job that these folks do is priceless. So I'm 100 percent behind behind your voice in this effort. And we'll, we'll help you bash you any way we can, buddy. Well, I appreciate that very much because they need they need as much support as any fisherman, baseball player, basketball, football player. I mean, because the way I look at it, their job doesn't hold a my job doesn't hold a candle to what they do. Their responsibility, that unwritten check that they've written, but they've gotten put their lives on the line for us to be able to go play sports, to go to mm -hmm. dinner. I mean, just little things we take for granted. Well, I, I, man, we, we, uh, we're going to let you go, but I can't let you go without getting one Bash University style question, uh, uh, to you. And I, and I want to give a shout out to Howie and coach, uh, little buck. Uh, I see Ann Mitchell's with us tonight. We got a lot of great, um, Bash University subscribers hanging out with us, but it, it was a question about jerk baits. You're the man, the stunner is a killer. Um, the question is from Jovi, does Hank prefer deeper diving jerk baits early in the spring, rising or sinking baits? Early spring. One, one I, no matter, unless I'm around thick, thick, shallow grass, I want everything I can do to make my bait slow sink, period. Number two, um, this is going to be, I only know one other guy on the planet that thinks this way, and it's Patrick Walters, and he'll probably kill me for saying this. You can make a shallow running jerkbait dive as deep as you need it to. You can adjust line, adjust hooks, this, that, and the other. Nine times out of ten, when I use a deeper lip jerkbait, it's for deflection purposes, whether it's off rock, wood, tick grass, pier piling, bridge piling, things like that. And that's the best, that's the best answer I can give you. One over the other, I can get a shallow diving one just as deep as I can get any other um, deep diving one if I need to. Now, there are occasions where I think that they prefer one or the other because naturally with the longer bill, you get a little different action. It's not a totally different action, but you get a little bit different action. But nine times out of 10, if I'm throwing the deep lift, it's for de deflection purposes. Excellent. Guys, for the rest of that story, uh, go over to bashu.tv and check out Hank's seminars on jerkbait fishing. And he gives all the details. And I appreciate you doing that for our courses. And, and I want to give a shout out to Coach, who was your marshal, uh, and says, this dude is first class. And we know that, Coach. He, Coach he definitely and, – and we appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us, uh, Hank. And, and, guys, go check out Hank's signature series, Sunglasses at Hobie. They're 25% off if you're a subscriber for Bash U. And we're, we're going to be – we'll catch up with you again real soon, Hank. I know yep. uh, you're going to – circles i'm sure again sometime real soon that's all i'm fishing for <laughs> well we're going to be pulled we're, we'll be watching and we're uh, appreciate your calls with all the emergency responders guys we're going to take a quick break and uh the guy we were just talking about bobby lane 
just with just won a monster tournament uh three hundred thousand dollars with last minute heroics i love this guy can't wait to hear the rest of the story we're going to be right back after this Aquaview, the leader in underwater viewing technology. Find what you are looking for. Catch more fish. Have more fun. Aquaview, seeing is believing. Why do you love catching fishing rods? I'm truly losing less fish. Is the sensitivity of the rod. That's are made right here in North Carolina in the USA. Strongest, lightest rod, 100% made here in Sanford, North Carolina. From the drop shot rod to the flipping stick, every rod has a purpose to it, and I rely on them all the time when I'm out doing a tournament. Durability in the John Cruz Worming series, the counterbalancing in the handle. It's the only rod I found that can withstand my hook set. Boom, goes the dynamite. 